1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mikey Manfredi, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, the other host of this show, Zach Brickhouse-Batista. Zach, how you doing, my man? Uh, I am doing
0: pretty good. Uh, I wish it wasn't as hot in my room right now. But, you know, it is what it is. Turn your loud-ass air conditioning off so that recording sounds better. We all suffer for the art. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm I'm keeping my fan on. I I don't want to suffer for the art. <laughs> it's too hot in my room. Thank you.
0: Uh, but no, no, I'm doing good. Uh, I was happy with the pay per view that it was on last night. That'd be double or nothing for. I guess uh for those of you in the in the future, uh double or nothing was last night. I had a great time watching it, and I'm pretty stoked to talk about uh other wrestling though. Mhm. You know, honestly, I got a much. It's just fucking hot. It's fucking summer's here. Yeah, sure is. Like the summer was like, I, you and I have been complaining about how it's been fucking cold, and the summer just like had, put on like a size ten boot and just kicked the door and said, "I'm here, bitch." It's hot now. And that's just been my life.
1: Yeah, but like, hey, you did you did mention some other wrestling last night? Uh, we, well, as of recording, it was last night, but we had AEW Double or Nothing, of course. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to watch all of it yet, but what I did see has been pretty good. I I know you watched all of it. What did you think?
0: I thought it was a great show. There were some booking decisions that I didn't agree with or I thought were the right call, but Tony Khan has ru- as uh, what's the word? Not ruined. Oh my god, I thought about something. For- I-, I was looking at a picture of Julia Hart, uh, that someone made an art of when she got the thing that happened to her at Double or Nothing. But, um, he's earned my trust after he explained why Alex Aberhontes dressed like a priest for no reason for weeks on end. Uh, or I forgot what other thing was happening. I'm like, this is so weird. Why are we doing this? Uh, he's earned my trust basically. So
1: I'm glad. I'm glad Alex Aberhenties has earned your trust. (laughs)
0: Uh, yeah, no, Tony earned my trust from that. So I'm like, okay, you know what, whatever you do, sure. I'm willing to, you you got the benefit of the doubt for me that this will turn out well. And if it doesn't, then I'll criticize you like everyone else does. And hopefully you learn from it.
1: Yeah. Fair enough all right well i I can't wait to watch the rest of it and catch up and see what goes on over there, but we are not here to talk about a e w no 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 no, no, we are here to talk about independent wrestling and Zach we got some fun matches this week uh I believe you picked the majority of the matches, so why don't you tell the people what you brought to the table
0: yes, I okay, so let me see make sure I've got the mat all right, hold on, I need to find the matches I need to make sure that I get. ah uh, okay, so starting out uh I picked Kevin Blackwood versus TJ Crawford at Violence X Suffering Wrestling.
1: Nice.
0: Uh, nice name. I, di- VXS. <laughs> I did not realize that was the name of it until the intro started. I was like, ah, <laughs> hmm.
1: I mean, what is wrestling besides violence and suffering, right? Yeah,
0: pretty much. Uh, then I had the Wrestling the uh, wrestling Resurgence match between Alex Windsor and Laura
1: DiMatteo. Mm-hmm at the uh, Iron Woman of Resurgence tournament. I pick Camille versus Allie Cash for the NWA Women's Championship from CCW. Uh, why don't we get into our first match this week and that is uh, Alex Windsor versus Laura Matteo. Oh no, wait, stop. Let, why don't we get into our first match, which is Allie Catch versus Camille. Yes. Uh, uh well, Zach, what did you think about this one?
0: Uh... I'm gonna be real, this match did not, I did not vibe with this match as much as I was hoping I would. Really? Yeah, I was hope, I was like, alright, Ali catch. Ali is a good wrestler, I've never seen anything about Camille, and I, I came out of this match going, hmm, that match did not have a lot of chemistry between the two of them, and there was a, a lot of it looked sloppy, I'm not gonna lie, and I, I just wasn't feeling it.
1: Weird, I, I thought this match was decent. Like there were some spots where I was like, "Eh," but like all in all, I thought it was pretty okay.
0: You know, I I, I came out of it and I think the the way I described my mood after this was unfortunate. <laughs> not like not like upset, not sad, just I'm like, "Oh, that's unfortunate that I didn't I didn't really vibe with that."
1: Hmm, Let's <laughs> go. Yeah, why don't why don't we get into why you didn't vibe with it? Let's talk. All right.
0: So, these two right out the gate Uh, Allie tries to get her hands on Camille, but because Camille, the brick house, uh, is a heel, she hid in the ropes because all heels just hide in the ropes like it's their mother at the beginning of every match for some reason. Mm -hmm. They lock up, trade side headlocks. Allie tries to knock Camille down, but if you've ever seen Camille, uh, she is a rather large and rather strong woman.
1: Yes, quite.
0: And because she is the brick house, she refuses to budge. Indeed. So Allie goes at this another couple times. None of them work. And Camille's like, I'll try with one of my own. Knocks her down.
1: I love when they do it, and then they just do it again, and then they just do it again. They're like, one of these has to work. One of them, eventually. It's like. <laughs> it's like and the person's just like, uh, uh, uh. And
0: then they're like, alright, and fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> they go back and forth after this, running the roast, but Allie gets the upper hand by sliding between Camille's legs. And then she double leg takedowns her, and Cartwheel drop kicks her in the face. I remember this spot, me going like, oh, that's a neat spot, and I watched her kick, and because of the camera, I saw that her feet, like, did not hit her at all, and I'm like, ah, yes. Classic wrestling, where, ah, it's, it's like, one of the first things I noticed, and I was like, hmm. Continue, Mm -hmm. though. Uh, Camille rolls to the outside. She goes to grab her belt, because evidently Camille's like, I'm done. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Don't call me, don't at me. And the ref and Allie are like, well, that's not going to work for us. Uh, and they go, and the ref's like trying to talk Camille back into the ring. And it, apparently the fans got really upset when Camille started to taunt them because the ref's like, oh, hold on, let me do crowd control. Turns their back to Camille, who's like, well, if you're just going to leave me an opportunity like that. And she just clocks Allie with the belt.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like, I don't know why you felt the need to deal with the, with the crowd, but I am amused but that. Just <laughs> I've never seen a, a ref be distracted by the crowd. That's a new one. So, as a result, she dominates Allie by slamming her into the guardrails uh, and steps before rolling her back into the ring where she manhandles Allie, even though Allie gets a few shots in here and there. Uh, is just overpowering Allie this whole time, really. Suplexes, yeah. slams, ropes to grind her, uh, to grind her down w- along with some strikes. Uh, she locks her in a sitting head cravat, I believe is how I described it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Allie hulks up, gets the fans on her side, breaks out, uh, and then Camille knocks her down with a spinning roundhouse kick that I remember being like, mm. "I think this one might have been the decent one actually." That I thought was like, "I was like, okay, that was pretty good."
2: Yeah, it, it was, was like, fine.
0: It's like fine. Uh, Camille throws Allie to the corner, hits her with a running splash in the corner, and then throws her the opposite corner. Allie starts her comeback by dodging a big boot, so Camille's like stuck with like one leg over the top rope because she's too tall. You uh, see, I
1: li- I like this spot because this is when this is when Catch like walks over and gets uh gets Camille up for an electric chair drop.
0: Yes, this is actually what as uh, I actually thought this was my this is my favorite spot of the match because I was like, okay, that's creative to get him onto their shoulders, electric chair him into the center of the ring. That's neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then Allie gets to her feet in the corner. Camille gets up to her feet in the middle of the ring. Allie back elbows her in the face uh, when she approaches her and uses the ropes to. Like, kind of get jump up in the air and sit out on top of her chest when she runs back at her.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: She goes to the opposite corner, hits her to go hit, hit her with a, um, which lets her then hit a running splash, a hip attack, and then a cannonball. I remember these look good as well. Uh, yeah. Allie's uh, hip attacks and running and uh, cannonball corner combo is always good.
1: Allie's got a great cannonball, that's for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. She goes for a pile driver, but Camille overpowers her, forces Allie to hit her instead with a Gamangiri that knocks Camille back into the corner. Surprised to see a Gary, but it still it looked good. Uh, Allie hoists her up to the top rope and goes for, I believe I put it as something, because it never goes as anywhere. Something. Because Camille uh, strikes her back down to the mat. And then she. Uh, no, hoists- Jake's not
1: here. Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so she. Uh- so Camille knocks herself back to the mat. She hoists Allie up in the torture rack, hits her with a torture rack bomb, which I remember being like, eh. You know, I feel like that's my honestly. This is gonna be my grade for the entire thing. Is I was like meh to, mm, mm-hmm. not not really feeling it. Sorry. So huh. Camille goes for her um, anywho, wave of positivity. Camille goes for her spear wave finisher, of pos-
1: bring it back.
0: <laughs> but Allie moves out of the way and goes for a roll up. Uh, Camille kicks out of it and Allie immediately converts it into her Boston Crab submission finisher. I was a little sad that she didn't try to like lean all the way back like she did the first time she debuted this finisher, but. Camille's a rather large woman, and her legs are rather long, so I wouldn't blame it if she didn't. Camille gets her hands on the bottom rope, forces Allie to break it. She tries to pick her up, but Camille boots her way to get some space in between, and then she hits Allie with a jumping leg lariat that she calls Radio Silence. Uh, I don't know why the brick house has a finisher called Radio Silence, but regardless, awesome name for a finisher slash, uh, signature move.
1: Yeah, it definitely is.
0: Uh, she starts to slap Allie's head when she's down. And it's almost rolled up because as we go under this throw like a million times, don't when you're a heel, don't don't mockingly kick or smack the the face, otherwise you're just gonna lose. While
1: saying, "Come on, Allie, come on, Allie." Yeah, it's just like <laughs> like oh, never it's works. Never, never a good feel. idea.
0: So, uh, actually, this is the part, the other part of the match I thought was quite good was uh, these two would then end up on each, like face to face with each other on their knees, and they just start to unload strikes into each other. And I remember thinking to myself, okay, the strikes in this match are good though. The actual like slams and like wrestling parts of it are some parts are a bit um iffy, but the strikes are good. Catch uh not catch. Camille seems to get the upper hand here and hits after she hits Ally with a blistering chop. But Allie starts to rally back with forearms and then back to back punches while also ducking and avoiding strikes from Camille. However, she ducks once too many times because then Camille grabs her when she ducks down and throws her in the corner, hits her with a running high knee. She does this again, but Allie instead moves out of the way, throws him into the opposite corner, and surprisingly, instead of just staying in the corner, Camille flips out onto the apron and tries to shoulder Allie in the gut, except Allie dodges this and knees her in the face, and then hits her, uh, drives her face-first into the mat with a rope-assisted power driver. And now that I'm reading this, I remember that that this spot was... The timing was off here because Camille went like to shoulder early, and Allie wasn't there yet, so she was just sticking out normally, and I was like...
1: Mm. Yeah, there was some miscommunication here and there.
0: Yeah, which I'll get to why I was a bit confused why this was even, that was happening in the first place. Um, so Allie then pulls her into the ring, but Camille then fall, like she like pulls her in and Camille like does like the classic heel like she just falls backwards out into the outside. Allie scrambles to. I just like Allie be like, no, no, scramble out of the ring, throw her as fast as she can into the ring. Camille kicks out at two. Allie is just besides herself, goes to the file driver. Camille counters it with a rolling fireman's carry, which is, by the way, one of her other finishers. Mm-hmm. Then it's her spear, gets the win. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, I, there weren't a lot of specific examples in there and I know, but like overall this match in my mind, the wrestling looked sloppy-ish and the chemistry just didn't, mainly the chemistry didn't seem to be there for me. Interesting. This surprised me because commentaries like these two have wrestled before, and like behind the scenes are like lesser known things. I was like, "Oh, nice, okay." And then I got this match, and I was like, "Have they?" Question mark like single like Rock single eyebrow raise. Like I was like, "Have they?" But then like the strike spot, I was like, "Okay, yeah, like they know each other well enough to do like a spot like that well." And I was like, "Huh,
1: okay." I don't, I don't know. I thought this match was okay. I I like the I like. Cat's, like, constantly fighting the strength of Camille. And even because she, because she's usually in her matches, she, in Alicat's matches, she's usually the one who's like the powerhouse, right? She's usually yeah. the one who's throwing people around and like suplexing people and just like manhandling her opponent. But this time she was on the receiving end of that, and I thought it was interesting to watch her adjust her style to fit, uh, fighting against Camille, somebody who's stronger, you know? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I liked it. I liked I liked a lot of the spots of this match. Even though that like dry like spike DDT spot didn't go like perfectly well, I thought it was still cool to do that right on the apron mm-hmm. uh, and do it like basically like in the opposite direction. So instead of Camille falling into the ring and her and Cash going for the pin, Camille was able to like dip out, mm-hmm. and be like, "No, right?" Yeah,
0: that was a good spot. Yeah, I like that. That was a good. Yeah, it was that was good. Um, so yeah, I, honestly, my feeling on this match is. <laughs> My feeling on another match that I watched yesterday where I was like, I had two competitors that I thought were better, had better chemistry in the ring and then they ended up having a match that did not have as good chemistry as I was hoping. Bummer. And I was just like, that unfortunate. So, Mm. for that, I'm going to give this match my feeling, which is, well, I'm not giving this match a miss out. I thought about it, but no, I don't think, I've seen... I've seen much worse. I, I will give this match a meh.
1: We've seen missouts before. This I've seen a
0: missout. I still remember the first miss out I gave on this show, where I, I ended up finishing that match going like, I'm actually mad. I'm mad right now after that match. <laughs> I was mad at the crowd, and I was annoyed the match was bad, too. I was like, God damn it. Now, this isn't, I thought about it, but after, after talking to you about it, I'm going to give this match a meh. Okay. I know that Allie can wrestle better than this, and I'd like to think that Camille can also wrestle better than this, since she's the NWA women's champ. So I'm not gonna like harsh either too harshly for this one singular match in their career. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, in the future, if I see another Camille match slash Allie catch match, it'll be better.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be. Uh, listen, we've seen Allie catch do great. We've seen Camille do great.
0: I literally uh, watched Allie catch have a great match with Lanie Luck at the Collective. That was probably one of my favorite one of her matches.
1: Exactly. So, like we know, we know that these that these two can kick ass, right? Mm-hmm. Uh so I personally would love to see love to see these two fight again and kill each other.
0: Two big strong women slamming each other. I
1: do do, do things get better? No. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: I wouldn't do the, the Vince McMahon voice, but I can't I can't I saying that just a place word women just feels wrong. Yeah, like that uh... Mm. uh
1: all right. Well, yeah, I, I'm also gonna give it a meh here. It was like it was a fine match. I thought it was solid. Uh there it wasn't it didn't blow me away though. It didn't like exceed any expectations I had. I had, I went into it being like, Yeah, it's probably a fine match and I came out of it being like, Yeah, that was a fine match So <laughs> uh yeah, I'm gonna give it a meh. It was solid. Uh it's and, like the meme where the it, guy it, looks at
0: the bag. It's just like, on he's like I don't know what I expected.
1: Solid, but not like blow me away. You no. know, like it was good. Uh, anyway, let's get into the next match. But before we do, we are going to take a quick commercial break.
2: Now, after, ah, Ma- uh, welcome back.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, hi, we're back. Hello. Yeah. Welcome back from your from your lovely commercial. I wonder what Hello. it was about. I have no idea. Um, I actually don't. Yeah. Uh, so, we are back. Let's get into our next match of the week here. Let's talk about, uh, Alex Windsor versus Laura DiMatteo from Wrestling Resurgence.
0: Now, this match, I did not have any expectations for either women involved. At all. I had never heard of either of these two. And I actually thought that was, it was a great match.
1: Yeah, I I feel like going, I feel like being able to go into it without expectations is... A plus, you know, mm-hmm. because you're it's I feel like it's easier to impress people when there's no expectations on the line or when you don't have any idea of like what they could do already, Because mm-hmm. it's just like, hey, now it's your time to show everyone what you could do, and uh, you could blow them away, you
0: know, yeah, uh, and then uh, yeah, it's, I guess that's the, the dual edged sword of expectations because if you reach the expectations, then oh baby.
1: Or if you, if you reach them, oh baby If you exceed them, even better It's but, a lock But there's also the chance you might not live up to them Mm-hmm Anyway, let's get into this one
0: The slight context of this match is very simply put This is a quarterfinal match for the Iron Women of Resurgence Tournament As I mentioned in the description of said match So, going into this match with zero expectations uh, I thought this was a technically sound match
1: Yes, it's it was really it was, good. It was definitely if you looked up the word technical wrest if you looked up like technical wrestling match in a in a dictionary, it would be like a picture of this match, right? Yeah. Oh like, yeah. A lot of heavy groundwork, a lot of uh, a lot of submission holds, a lot of interesting reversals, um, and just a lot of uh, two people trying to get the upper hand on each other by wearing them down slowly. It was this was a grind. <laughs>
0: hmm. Yeah. Uh. The beginning of this match is very much, uh, that is a, the the beginning of this match is an epitome uh, epitomizes that because the two of them like lock up Windsor muscles Laura to the ropes they lock up again Windsor locks her in a side headlock and this is like I wrote this as this is the side headlock from hell
1: the side headlock from hell the side headlock that never ends
0: I, I counted but I I, I timed it. On the, like, bottom. It's for basically three straight minutes. With three a few...
1: minutes of a headlock?
0: With a few short breaks between where Laura, like, almost gets out of there, gets out for, like, a moment, and then gets put back in hold. Windsor gets this hold in and just refuses to let go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I think... remember being like, wow, this is going on for a while. Wow, still going on. Oh, my God, what the...
1: <laughs> the thing is, though, I don't think that it was... The thing, it was a three minute long headlock, but they kept it interesting, right? Yeah. Because they, the, the they way they spiced it up. Yeah, they spiced it up because they included all the they they, they like showed a bunch of ways that uh Di Mateo was trying to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And how uh the the Windsor Yeah, how Windsor just would not let her no matter what. Mm-hmm. and how she kept, like, transitioning it and, like, changing how she was doing it to keep the headlock locked in and how, no matter what DiMatteo did to get out of it, Windsor was like, no, you're mine, yeah. right? Like,
0: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, yeah, honestly, it got you rooting a bit for DiMatteo. It's like, all right, come on, you can get out of this. I, I believe in you, like, fifth or sixth times the try, right? <laughs> fifth, or, Fifth times the charm, yeah. And eventually, uh... She does. Uh, she's able to ducks Windsor when she goes to grab and keep her in the headlock, and she knocks down with a very impactful drop kick. Finally, the two separate.
1: Yeah, we... after, after what feels like forever, but also not nope, because they did the a good job stages. at making the, the time go by.
0: So they go at it again. Laura, this time, is able to show what she's made of because she gets several great-looking arm drags in on Windsor then an European, a European. European uppercut in the corner. And then a snapmare that throws her out of said corner. She then misses a clothesline while Windsor is lying on the ground. And then counters an arm drag of Windsor's into, uh to get a two count. Which lets her then hit the clothesline that she tried on Windsor the first time when she sits up the second time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Going back at it again, Laura nails Windsor with several effective strikes. But her momentum then is shut down when Windsor boots her in the gut. She then Irish Whips Laura into the corner, hits her with a running splash, and initially she looks like she's going to throw Laura into the opposite corner, but instead, she yanks her backwards, like, mid-Irish Whip, and throws her into the same corner she was in. I thought this looked awesome. I agree. It was it, sweet. It caught me off guard, and I was like, why do more people not do that?
1: I, right? Like, I, I thought it was sick, right? it was just like, Irish Whip, nope, stop, come back, and just, like, whale up on the turnbuckle.
0: I could already hear Scorpion in my head he "My head going, uh, get over here.
1: Get over
0: here. Yeah. Uh, this strategy seems effective, so Windsor continues to do- beat her down the corner while doing this aggressive, like, get over here Irish whip into the corner in between strikes that um, that she's getting in. She then mm-hmm. goes on the attack when Laura falls to the ground. She yanks both of her arms behind her back and just cranks it. Puts her in a sleeper hold, then, and then finally hits her with a trifecta of kicks in the form of a punt kick and two basement drop kicks to the face. So, to get away from this, Laura is forced to go back into the corner. She tries to kick Windsor away from here, but what ends up happening is Windsor grabs her leg, takes her to the mat, and locks her in a mean-looking bow and arrow hold. hmm That Laura counters by turning it into a pin.
1: But the bow words- and arrow hold is always so just, like, it looks so brutal, man. It really does. It fucking looks
0: painful. Uh, after she can, uh, gets out of this pin, uh, this hold with a pin, Windsor locks her in with a sharpshooter right afterwards. And then, out of nowhere, Laura gets like a good shot in, rolls Windsor and her to the mat, and locks her in a grounded octopus hold that she calls veni Vidi
1: Vici. What that's that's an Italian phrase. Yes, isn't it? that is it, famous. For is it Julius Italian Caesar. or is it Latin?
0: That is Julius Caesar's. I came, I saw, I, I conquered.
1: conquered. Right. Great
0: yeah. sounding name. Grounded Aqua's hole in the floor. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I. Ooh. And uh, Windsor breaks out of this hole. I was like, Point,
1: she... <laughs> but after all this, she didn't lock it in.
0: No, she almost <laughs> did. She nearly locks it in but Windsor breaks out of it. Clocks her in the face with a stiff right hook. And then Laura steps up into her in the face, super kicks her in the face, and then spikes her to the mat with the head first with the d d t and Now that I think about this in hindsight, this is a great spot because it puts in the crowd's mind the thing of like that like just out of pocket, she could just get you on the floor and put you in an octopus hold, and then you're just fucked like that you're done
1: yeah it's it's very much i love like a, it's one of those finishers that's just like it can happen suddenly and end the match quickly, and those are always the mm-hmm. those are always great yeah, flash finish yeah. Unfortunately, though,
0: for Laura, when she, uh, this momentum doesn't last because Windsor nearly picks her up and drops her with an air raid crash. Driver, I think I wrote it down, because like mm-hmm. it's like an air raid crash up and then she like slams her like kind of like a falcon arrow. It's, it's a bit odd, but nice. Unfortunately for Laura, this momentum doesn't last as much because Windsor nearly picks her up and drops her with a air raid crash driver, but Laura counters it with a roll-up, mm-hmm. Windsor kicks out of it, and then she blasts through her with a punt kick to the chest, she goes back to her previous holds and uh again locks in that sharpshooter, but this time Laura is able to get enough strength to turn herself onto her back and then kick her way out of the hole. Or I think she punched her way out of the hole.
2: hmm
0: Upon getting off the floor, Laura spikes Windsor with a rope assisted tornado DDT that Windsor did a very good job of selling. Yes. For, like I remember being like, oh god, she's dead. Goodbye. Oh god. Oh Night- no. Night-night. Oh she's dead. Oh no. Oh, she's boy. dead there. Oh boy. So then Laura signals that she's going for the win for the next room. She's does, like, the Undertaker, like, throw it across the throat. She's fucking done. Windsor, though, counters said move. So <laughs> like, nope. Uh, by grabbing her mid-run and then slamming her down into the mat. She then hoists her up and then plants her with a massive powerbomb, but she somehow was able to kick out of this and mounts a number comeback by super kicking Windsor in the face and stunning her with a very nice-looking codebreaker. But Windsor kicks out again. So Laura barely drags Windsor up by her arm. Like, she's literally, like, got her by her arm and is just yanking her up to her feet. Mm-hmm. And just, it looks like Windsor is, like, just resisting it, like, just barely able to hold on. She fucking headbutts Laura in the face as hard as she can. Such, just, wham! <laughs> and as Laura is just reeling from this, she grabs her and hits her with the fisherman driver, picks up the wind.
1: Yeah, that, the headbutt just, like, knocking her senseless was great. I, it's like, Oh, no, she's done, then, just, it's like, um, I, I wrote, in my
0: head, I thought of this, you know, in, like, Mortal Kombat, the x-rays were, like, the camera, like, can't, <laughs> yeah. you see the camera, like, crack, that was what that And was. you see, like,
1: the, you see, and you, like, see, like, their nose, like, like, yeah, break, and, like, the, their skull just shatter, yeah. Exactly, that's how I imagine that, just, like, oh. It, like, goes into the slow motion, and it's, like, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so good, so good. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's awesome. Oh, um, but yeah, this match was sweet. Actually, I was mm-hmm. I was really surprised by this match. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of great transitions. Uh, like these two were really uh had a really bo- both of these two had a really great technical game, but in the end, it came down to who could headbutt harder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, uh, they in the
0: Battle of endurance, uh, it's wins like are... yeah,
1: it's like they went through all this tactical stuff, but at the end, it's like I'm just gonna headbutt you.
0: Like it's like the most unexpected thing. You're like wait for your opponent to like go for like an armbar, and you're like no, nah, I'm just gonna headbutt you in the face. It's like. Well, shit yeah. i mean
1: yeah right me. laura's like okay what hold is she gonna go for next what should i be prepared for wham <laughs> like
0: <laughs> wham <laughs> slam done it's like my
1: bad <laughs> wham bam thank you man if you will
0: yeah uh, good call good call you know i this match is great technical ability was on point uh by comparison with the other match this match was up this was my up right at my fucking alley i was like good technical ability great crowd good commentary giving me back story from each one, because these two, if I recall correctly, do know each other.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: they gave each other signs of respect after the match. Yeah. And, you know, I... it's It's got that quality stamp of approval for me. This match gets a high mech for me. I really like this match.
1: I agree. I'm in the high mech camp as well. This match was awesome. These two really showed off... It really, really showed off how good they are at, tech, at technical wrestling, and just Ooh. showed off just how sick they are in the ring. Uh, awesome strikes in this one. Uh, yeah, it smacked. This was a good match, and I was very, I was pleasantly surprised by this one. Because, like you mm-hmm. said, neither of us have heard of either of these two wrestlers before, but I am glad we have now.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You guys can't see it, but I'm just aggressively nodding with everything is saying right now.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, Alex Windsor and Laura DiMatteo are absolutely going to be on this show again. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. But. your Yeah. <laughs> why don't we move on to our last match of the week? we have uh but first let's take another quick. (laughs) (laughs) but first let's take one more quick commercial break hi guys this is lauren this is michael and this is your dose of death podcast if you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling look no further as me and mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling whether it's interviews show reviews or everything in between we have you covered on all things Deathmatch Wrestling, whether it's past, present, or future. And you're probably wondering where you can go support us. You can find Your Dose of Death podcast on all major podcast platforms, especially along with the Out Network of Podcasts. And also, you can support us on the Out Patreon, as we have exclusive content only on the Patreon for all of our listeners. We hope that you go listen to Your Dose of Death podcast very soon. And See you at the show.
0: I'll never get used to it. just like it. But first,
1: but first, <laughs> all I'm right, we are, we are back. We are here to talk about our last match of the evening, which is Kevin Blackwood versus T.J. Crawford from VXS Wrestling, Violence X Suffering. Uh, Zach, I believe you picked this match match for us. Uh, what what made this match stand out to you? Why did you pick it?
0: Uh, I picked it initially just because I wanted to see a Kevin Blackwood match because uh, as I in my head I was like he's one of those Japanese like wrestlers. As in, like, he's on the Japanese circuit, so all the matches he has are on, like, stardom and stuff, and I don't have a subscription, so I can't fucking, like, I can't find their match on YouTube, because I have to look up the match in Japanese, and your boy don't know Japanese, so... Mm. I usually don't get a match, but I found this one, and then once I saw him, and they're like, ah, participate in AEW, I was like, ah, yeah, you were on Dark, I watched a match of yours! Yeah, it was sweet. So I was like, ah, okay, dope, let's fucking go. Uh... Outside of that, the presentation for this promotion is interesting.
1: Uh yeah, it was I will say it did throw me off a little bit. Uh I don't I don't know if I like the the effects and the shaky camera.
0: Yeah, they had I a, don't I
1: can't say I was a fan. Yeah, they had a, but they had a It's unique. It is. They had like a VHS filter
0: with like the Mortal Kombat like fight at the start of the match and it was like in that for the rest of the match. Now,
1: now see that was cool. I liked the little like like the little like HUD. Mm-hmm. Like right, like yeah. the heads up display on there, like with with both the people's names, like that was sweet. I don't know, they they just put like a weird like video effect, like a weird like it looked like an effect where you're trying to make like you're it's trying VHS. to make like yeah, you're trying to make your your like high quality camera look like VHS.
0: Uh huh. And like I didn't mind it; it was nice at the beginning, but there were points where like it had the VHS video lag on it, where I was like.
1: Mm, maybe keep that part. Maybe we out. don't need, yeah, maybe we don't need that. Like, maybe that technology stayed back where it was for a reason. For a reason, yeah. Maybe we don't need the, like, maybe you don't need to, you don't need to commit too hard to that, you know? I appreciate the bit, but, like, this point,
0: in the odd situation, committing to the bit entirely. Maybe but. Lean back, but regardless.
1: Regardless, yeah.
0: Unique, nice, I liked it. mm mm-hmm. Uh, there's a much smaller crowd. The other match had, like, a decent amount of people. This one is just, like, a bunch of trainers. Some members of the crowd, maybe. Mm-hmm. And the announcers. Yes. Uh, we'll get to... There, there's something about the announcers that happens later in this match that so I, I want to hear your take on, but... Hmm? Well, let's just go jump right into this match right here. Yeah, why don't we? Uh, these, we have a nice back and forth to start this match off. I feel like I'm a fucking waiter serving an appetizer now. <laughs> to start off this evening, we have a nice back and forth in which they nice <laughs> A nice
1: boosh of yeah. wrestling holds.
0: Neither gain really the upper hand, but then Crawford clocks him in the face with a forearm. And, uh, as a result, Blackwood is able to, uh, is too hurt to stop him from getting hit with an inverted 619 arm drag. This looks fucking awesome. And what I mean by inverted is he did the 619, but, like, into the ring. And, uh, again, another move that I'm like, I don't know why, like, more luchadors don't use this type of move. Or, like, this move. Like, this shit looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh... And then he gets drop kicked in the face. And from here, Crawford gets in a stiff kick to the leg, an elbow to the face, but Blackwood then hits back with a back elbow to the face, palm strikes to the body, and then he smacks him right across the face. Uh, as a side note, because it's throughout this entire match, Crawford had really, really great sounding kicks throughout this match. Yeah. like he That was his primary bit of offense when he was striking, and I was like, all right. Man's got the, Daniel, found, the Danielson. You found you found the kicks. thing you
1: do really well, and you stuck to and it.
0: Man's got them Danielson kicks, or I'm like every kick, or the Bailey kicks, or every kick. I'm like, mm, you could cave yes. a chest in with that kick, probably. Yikes! Oh, I got like the like the yikes face on. So he uh, gets those kicks on the last hit. Blackwood winds up, and Crawford tries to block it, but he gets faked out with a spinning kick to the gut, or in a running European uppercut that knocks him down. So Crawford decides to crawl back to the corner and retreat because he's the heel in this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I, I didn't just say it, but like yeah, throughout the match he's like talking smack. He's he really was confident in himself throughout this match. Uh, he has a particular spot we'll talk about later that I thought was nice. Uh, Blackwood chased him there into the corner. He whips him across the chest with two chops, but then Crawford responds with a chop of his own. They go back and forth, exchanging trop- chops, chops, strikes, and control this match. Like, from corner to corner. Like, they're like, like it's like, one hit from Crawford. he uh, Blackwood grabs him, puts him in the corner. One hit from him. Like, they go all around the ring until they run the ropes, and Crawford causes Blackwood to wipe out what they need to the gut, Like, he kitchen sinks him, pretty much.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Crawford takes full advantage of this by hitting a combination of a punt kick to the chest, a standing moonsault, and then he just punches and kicks the shit out of Blackwood before locking him in a waistlock. lock. Mm-hmm. But Blackwood uh, feeds off the crowd's energy. He gets to his feet. And then Crawford instantly puts a stop to this with a brain buster that he beautifully rolls over brain into a cover. Busta. Busta. Followed by him, like very logically, like he's just like, I'll just roll backwards onto you and go for a cover. Like, I don't know why I like this scene. It was such it was
1: such a smooth transition. Yeah, yeah. It was
0: just like I was like
1: Shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough, yeah, fair point. I could see that being like some that's what that's another one of my favorite things, is when people have finishing moves that transitioned perfectly into covers. Mm-hmm. Um, that's and... The that's the good shit right
0: there. Yeah,
1: that's the good shit. Uh, but, you know,
0: despite that being the good shit, uh, Crawford's still a, cro- a cocky piece of shit. So he does... I, I, the only way I can describe it is he very arrogantly kicks Blackwood with the softest of kicks to mock him. Mm-hmm. Like, this man saw the face kicking, uh, like, mockingly, like, shoving his boot, his boot through someone's face... And was like, nah, I'll just kick him very lightly, and I'm like, that. <laughs> I'm like, that's even worse. For. I'm like, that's that's even more disrespectful, honestly. And I love it. You're gonna pay for it, but like, yep. And of course, he go he, he goes to Blackwood. He lets him go. He's like, give me your best shot. So Blackwood Don't takes say that. full advantage of this, pummels him with forms of the face, and then he just German's him into the mat. <laughs> Crawford stumbles back in the corner probably regretting that, that decision. Crawford's probably like, okay, that was really good. Yeah. Instant mm-hmm. regret like,
1: mm. <laughs> give me the best you got. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah that's good. He's in the corner. He uh, gets drop kicked in the face right afterwards. He cannot catch a fucking break. Then he is able to shove Blackwood back into the corner and he goes to power bomb him. But then Blackwood kicks him in the face, knocks him away, follows it up with a drop kick from the second rope. And then after that, Blackwood is able to successfully hit Crawford with that powerbomb that he went from before. But Crawford kicks out of it.
1: Yeah, that powerbomb was sick, though. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So Blackwood then tries to lock him in the half-Boston Crab. uh, But instead, Crawford kicks him off of him, nearly rolls him with a cradle afterwards when he uh, goes after him again. Mm -hmm. They both get up, briefly go back and forth with blistering shots to each other. And in the end, Crawford comes out on top after he throws Blackwood off of him and... Uh, when he goes for a half and half suplex. Because it causes Blackwood to stumble back into the corner. And then he gets. Where he gets blasted. With a shining wizard to the side of the face. And then as he's like turning around. Crawford like just. Goes back to the opposite corner. And just hurls his whole body into his back. And then he slams him into the center of the ring. With a blue. What I describe as a blue thunder urinagi, Like he picks him up. And he spins him like a blue thunder bomb. But then he grabs him in mid air. And he just slams him into the mat. Mm. Awesome. Yep. Like, it really felt like Crawford was busting out everything in his arsenal to put Blackwood away because Blackwood had withstood the storm of kicks that he had put him through before. Yes. So then Crawford gets his sweet first. Blackwood desperately tries to stop any more offense at this point by clinging onto his legs, so Black- Crawford just slaps the back of his neck over and over <laughs> again.
1: <laughs> but yeah, Crawford, he was laying those slaps in, huh? Mm-hmm. Homie was like, get the fuck off yeah. my fucking leg. you just like, bah, 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 bah. But Blackwood pushes through it,
0: stands up. He's got a hold of his leg now. And Crawford just slaps him across the face just over and over again. Until he finally legs him let go with a forearm to the face that knocks just the absolute sense out of Blackwood. And Bla- and just as Crawford hoists him up in a fireman's carry, Blackwood takes him down with an inverted DDT where he like, kind of like he jumps over his shoulder Gets him in the inverted DDT position. And then he just forearms him into the canvas.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Then he grabs him. Picks him up. Drops him with a Death Valley driver. Crawford, though, kicks out of it somehow. So Blackwood's like, all right, all reliable. Go to the top rope. And Crawford does everything in his power after this to stop Blackwood from hitting whatever the fuck he's going to hit. Whether it's a Pele kick on the to- off onto him when he's on the top rope. Or super kicking him. Or just going up there himself. The guy was like, "I'm not getting hit by this. That's not fine. Fucking I'm gonna do it myself." And in the end, Blackwood tries to sunset flip, sunset, sunset flip, power bomb him off the top. But Crawford mm-hmm. holds on barely, and then he moonsaults onto his back. Like Crawford what just jumps go? and lands on Blackwood's back. Punt kicks him in the back more because fuck you, I guess. Um, yeah, it just like a big jumping punt. It was. It's just like yeah, just get him right. Like yeah, fuck you, dude. Like, that's I that was like Crawford's like go fuck yourself, dude. <laughs> These two then square off again. Crawford goes for his bread and butter kicks, except this time Blackwood dodges said strikes, locks in the Boston crab. Actually, hold on. Crawford goes for his bread and butter of strikes because strikes are like his shit the whole match. Besides kicks, mm-hmm. Blackwood dodges them, locks in half Boston again. Except oddly enough. This is the part I was confused by. Why the hell did the video cut to a, like a, like a still shot of the commentary team?
1: Yeah, that was weird. That was definitely weird. It was right around the end of the match, and they were just like, and here's a shot of the commentary team doing their thing. It wasn't a still shot, I think it was just a video of them talking, but.
0: Yeah, it was, it was just like, I mean, I said still shot, But like, it's just like a, just them, just the commentary team. They're commentating, and I'm like.
1: Yeah, it was odd. It was, it, it was seemed like really out of nowhere, and like it didn't, it didn't. Add anything to the broadcast? It didn't at
0: all because like I was just looking at the other screen. And I was like, okay, the screen I was looking at is now smaller because they
1: have they're not
0: contributing anything to the yeah. They just like they voice. just did like
1: they just did picture in picture for like no reason. <laughs> I,
0: it, it honestly felt like someone on the production team like bumped the picture in picture button, and then some guy was like, oh shit, oh shit, that shouldn't be like that. Hold on, like without and the commentary team doesn't even like acknowledge it. It just happens and it's gone. Yeah. Anywho. Back to the match. Crawford starts to get out of this Boston Crab and Blackwood tries to convert it into an STF but he's unsuccessful unfortunately for him. So they get back on their feet and Blackwood holds nothing back. He hits a filthy sounding forearm to the f- sounding forearm to the face mm-hmm. but it's not enough to stop Crawford unfortunately because Crawford in response nearly knocks him out with a roundhouse kick to the side of the head and then he plants him with a fireman's carry driver and picks up the win.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I very much like this match. And that's despite the fact that I lacked any context of who these two are, why they're fighting in the first place. Like, this match overall as a whole was very well executed, except for the sunset flip spot that I didn't mention because it was the only blemish. Because it looked like Crawford almost lost his grip on the top rope. And then I wasn't sure if he was supposed to land, like, knee-first onto Blackwood's back as he was getting up. Mm -hmm. But props to Blackwood and him for just rolling with it. Yeah, they rolled with it and ended up coming out with a pretty good-looking spot afterwards, Mm -hmm. I think. I came out of this match going, like, again, as I do with many of these matches, that I have a good first impression of. Yet, I would not complain if I got a TJ Crawford or, or Kevin Blackwood match again.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, I would love to see another one. These two really uh, killed it, and I thought they put on an awesome, awesome wrestling match.
0: Personally, even though Danielson will never do Dark, I would actually like to see uh, Crawford versus Danielson just to see uh, how those kicks will go. Well, I wouldn't put it past Danielson to, to do Maybe dark. Black. Maybe Malachi. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That would be sick. But anyway, uh, I, I don't think I said it yet. Uh, match is another high meh for me.
1: Yeah, I, I think I'm in the same boat. Definitely a high meh for me, too. Uh, It was it was definitely solid. It didn't hit that uh, mark-out threshold for me. It wasn't like... I wasn't like, oh my god, this match is absolutely insane! But, like, I was impressed.
0: Yeah. That is I, for sure. I was pleased with uh, that being the theme of this week, of me going out being like, I did not know anything about either of these two. And I am going like, I'm impressed.
1: Yeah, I was, you. I, I was very impressed by um TJ Crawford. That it like for me like not I'm not trying to say that one was better than the other, but for me I think TJ Crawford stuck out to me mm. personally more. Um but I would love to see either one of these guys again in the future. Oh yeah. Well we think had a pretty good I think we great. had a pretty okay week this week. It's another
0: episode in the books, yeah. i <laughs> another
1: episode in the books,
0: yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Hit the books, a hey, 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 hey. Hit, oh,
1: hey coming back with the references. Oh man,
0: uh, R.I.P. Uh, hit the book. Uh,
1: you were, you existed.
0: You existed. They, it was the catalyst.
1: Yeah, you you launched the whole countout network. Thank and you. And then
0: then you left.
1: <laughs> and then you left when the time came, and you you did your job, and we appreciate it. Anyway, oh. <laughs> we that is it for this week's episode of Independent Waters. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we, of course, have to get to the plugs, but first, we're going to give you a little preview of the matches we are going to bring you next week. Uh, we This time, we both picked one match, and we have another recommendation this week. Yes. So, Zach, why don't you tell everybody the match you brought to the table?
0: Ah, uh, yes. So, this match I found off of Twitter. Classic. Uh, uh, oddly, funnily enough, this was actually off of, I think it was MJF's Twitter, too. <laughs> I saw a wrestling promotion that was called Create-A-Pro Wrestling. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's a fun-sounding name. And I found a triple threat match. I found Anthony Green versus VSK versus Bryce Donovan in a number one contender's triple threat match. I've actually seen an Anthony Green match, and I remember he... I was actually quite uh, pleased with his performance on Dark, and I think he had a squash match on AEW as well. Mm, Interesting. So I'm quite... I I have... Not high hopes, but, like, I have hopes that this is a good match, because triple threat matches can be fantastic.
1: They can be fantastic, or they could be kind of meh, but... Uh, we'll see. Let's hope for the best here, yeah.
0: And speaking of which, speaking of triple threats...
1: Yeah, speaking of triple threats, I also brought a triple threat to the table this week. This is, uh, Edward Rodriguez versus Ray Lane versus Gia Scott from MCW Pro Wrestling. Not Melbourne City Wrestling this time. This is Maryland Championship Wrestling. Uh- <laughs> That's uh, a quite
0: a big of a difference. It's like a whole country of a difference.
1: Yeah, because uh, last I think I think last week or two weeks ago we had a match for MCW, but it was in Melbourne City Wrestling, mm-hmm. and this is Mar- Maryland Championship Wrestling. So two MCWs, just like two GCWs. God damn it! Uh, this is Maryland Championship Wrestling. My friend actually uh, goes like to shows for this promotion a lot. Oh. Well, that's uh, nice. He lives in he lives in like southern PA, like very close to Maryland, and he he hypes this promotion up a lot. He, he he's always talking to me about MCW and how I should come down for an MCW show. So I figured I would check it out. Uh, and Cat Ka- and Cal, if you're listening, shout out. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I ch- I'm checking out. We're checking out some Maryland Championship Wrestling. Uh, and we got a cool women's match, and I'm excited to check it out because I believe the premise here is two of these women are on a tag team, and Uh-oh. one of the woman is, one of the women is not. <laughs>
0: Oh, this will be. That's an interesting. It's dynamic. like one of
1: those triple threats. Mm. So we'll see how that goes, and of course we have uh, our recommendation from our friend Marty Snow over at Pro Wrestling Legacy. Hey. We have Marty Snow versus Don C Money in an El Paso street fight from, of course, Pro Wrestling Legacy.
0: I am quite interested to see. Because based on the um the match in general, because based on the ma- uh, the picture, it looks like a cinema style match.
1: Yes, it looks like a very cinematic style match, and I'm excited to see how PWL uh, handles one of those.
0: Because uh, we've had one cinematic style match uh on this um on this show, and it was pretty good.
1: Mhm.
0: It it was like a, it was it was uh, it was interesting.
1: It was it was interesting, but uh, it was the Orange Cassidy one, correct?
0: Uh. Oh no, it was the one with the, it was the um it was the Matt Tremont's thing.
1: Oh the H two right, we we had the H Two O one. We also did an Orange Cassidy one a while back.
0: Oh I yes believe. we did, oh my god. From beyond. Yeah, Jesus, holy crap, that's really yeah, that was
1: a while ago.
0: Yeah, so I'm excited. Uh, in my head I'm like, alright, cinema style match, fun match. I'm like, combine it with Pro Wrestling Legacy storytelling that they always have an emphasis on. Could potentially be a banger of a match.
1: This could yeah, this could potentially be a pretty, a pretty awesome one, and I'm very excited uh to take a look at it. hmm Uh so yeah, that is what we got going on next week. So tune in then. Uh and you should subscribe to this podcast as well as all the other podcasts here on the Canada Network, just like Pure, uh Bring Post Radio, How to Talk to your friends about wrestling, your dose of death, uh, Okada shorts. We have all kinds of content for all kinds of wrestling here at the network. So if I'm sure you can find uh, something you are interested in, so go check out the rest of the shows here on the network and go follow the network on Twitter at Countout pod and follow us on Twitter at Indie waters. If you want to see links, if you want to get links to all of these matches that we talked about on the show and uh, follow the rest and we, we, tag all the wrestlers that are in the matches uh, as well too. So if you want to follow them, you can go check out our Twitter cause we, shout them all out, and give you their acts. So if you want to follow those guys on Twitter, follow them too. Uh, but to do that, you have to first follow Indie Waters because we send out all the tweets. Uh, also, you can go follow the Countout Network on Facebook and visit our website, com where you can visit our store, you can become a member of the Countout Network, which gets you exclusive content for $5 a month. Uh, becoming a member is has a lot of fun benefits, so go check those out over at com. Uh, slash membership, and you can go get a whole ton of fun merch at countoutpod.com slash store, including an Independent Waters t-shirt, uh, which we very much like and enjoy, and think it's a cool design, so you should go check that out as well. You can also go subscribe to the Countout Network on YouTube, Countout, a wrestling podcast network. Go find us on YouTube and subscribe over there. Uh, we release all sorts of fun video content. We have a bunch of backlogs of fun stuff. We did a vlog where we went to uh, the collective in Indianapolis a couple of years ago, which is still love. We really, we, I, we are really proud of that one. Uh, so go check out all of our fun stuff there as well. Uh, and I believe that wraps it up for the plugs. Oh, go leave us a five star review on Spotify and uh, or Apple Podcasts. We would really, really, really appreciate it. It helps with growing podcasts like ourselves. Uh, and now I believe that about wraps it up. Zach, you got anything?
0: I mean i never for myself ever however uh one day one day day maybe uh i'll i'll leave it with this uh as we've been recommended by snow please by all means send us your recommendations for any awesome independent wrestling matches i we love them honestly like i we personally i think we learned about because of a recommendation from a fan yes and it's an amazing independent indie product uh, promotion so yeah if you have a suggestion of like an awesome match that you think we may not have covered by all means hit us up on twitter on yeah let
1: us know what you want let us know what you want us to watch
0: like i would love to see more wrestling it's the f- it is nothing is better when a fan shows us a hidden treasure of a match that's just in the sea of wrestling matches on the internet that yeah populate youtube in general
1: There are so many different wrestling matches on YouTube, and it is so hard to find matches sometimes, and Uh we really appreciate it. Uh, We would would love to see what kind of wrestling you like, so we can check it out and see if we like it as well, because, you know, we can never have enough wrestling over here. Mm Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. All right. Well, since that is everything out of the way, that about wraps us up. That just leaves me with one thing left to say, and that is to remember that there is a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there.
0: So never stop exploring.